coming in hot, hot, hot. Lisa shares her financial tips and strategies to build wealth, have fun with finances, and be debt-free without having a restrictive budget. From bankrupt to millionaire, Lisa knows what it's like to feel as if you're living paycheck to paycheck. Her unconventional money multiplier system is the very wealth protocol that enabled her to retire two and a half years early, pay down $100,000 of debt in six months, and move to her dream home at the beach. Hey, hey, welcome to the solo episode. I've been doing so many great interviews with all these amazing entrepreneurs and noticed a pattern of, you know, thought processes that everybody has, especially entrepreneurs. And I was thinking, wow, like, why do people think this way? And I was thinking about like the intentions that we set, the goals, right? We all have a purpose. And when it comes to finances, our money has a purpose. We get to do what we choose to do with our money. And so many people are taking their money and they're just spending it as fast as they get it. They're investing in different programs, which is wonderful, right? But they have no idea how much money they have. They don't know what income's coming in. They don't know what's going out. And if they really stop to think about it, they're like, oh, I spent a lot of money on food, or I went to the coffee shop a lot, or I did this, or I did that. And then they repeat this cycle in hopes that more money will come their way. And if you've been listening to the show, you know that as a wealth activator, I've been in the industry since 1987. And the one thing I've seen consistently with all the different types of people I've worked with, from the poorest to the poor to the wealthiest, they all have the same thought. Will there be enough? We're always worried about the future. Is there going to be enough? How can I do this better? And I find that as we get older, we start to pay attention more. But imagine if you just started to pay attention today, how would that change your perspective on money? When we date money, we're making a commitment to be good stewards with our finances. You know, and some people will say, what do you mean you date money? What does that mean? Literally, what does it mean? Well, I'll tell you, think about dating. Think about the relationships that you have. When you first started that relationship, when you first met the person, whether it was a friend or a partner, whoever, right? A a coworker, whatever. You were timid, you were shy, you were like, oh, let me introduce myself. Let's have a conversation. Are we going to be a good fit, right? When I was growing up, my mom would always tell me, birds of a feather flock together, Meaning that when you're a a lot like someone, you're going to want to hang with them. You're drawn to them, right? That's what happens when we date money. We start to think, okay, I have this income coming in. What should I do with it? And money loves to be crushed on. It wants to be respected and paid attention to. And the more you pay attention to your money, the more you get. And some people have reached out and said, well, I don't really focus on the money. I just focus on abundance. Okay. What does abundance mean to you? For some, when you have the abundance of money, it increases your energy and it gives you the power to help others. Think about this. When you get money and you're sharing it with others, You can create this beautiful ripple effect that impacts lives for the better. It helps change. Maybe you have a beautiful cause you want to contribute to. One of my neighbors 
is on a mission to start a right to life chapter in our hometown. And she asked if I would pray for her and maybe even be a part of it. And I said, that's a beautiful thing. And of course, when you implement something like this, there's going to be some money involved. There's going to be a cost factor involved because everything we do costs money. Think about the things that you can get for free. You can breathe the air for free. <laughs> you have to pay for water, right? You need to pay for food. You need money to live, to meet your needs, your four basic needs, housing, transportation, clothing, food. Those are the needs. So if our needs are met with the income that we receive, that's technically all we need to worry about. But living here, living life, we focus on we focus on our wants. What are the wants that we want? <laughs> I like that little. What are the wants that we want? What do we desire? And when we think about what we spend our money on, our needs are met, right? You're, you're, you're doing your, your money management system. You get your income. You implement the money multiplier system, you know, 10% to savings, 10% to giving, 10% to fund money. Then you have your 70%. You take care of your needs. Then you look at your money buckets and you're like, oh, for the next month, I want to fill this money bucket to travel. You know, I know every July I'm going to go to this 4th of July celebration and it costs X amount of dollars, you know, and you start to plan You start to have these money buckets so that you can plan and you can have an intention for the money that you do have coming in. But everyday life comes involved and you are having this void that you want to fill. You want to invest in a coaching program. You want to write a book. You want to take a lesson. Maybe you want a gym membership, whatever it is, those are your wants, right? Those are your desires. So why not plan for those the same way you plan for your needs? So that when you look at your money and you're opening up your bank account, you're in the black. You're like, woohoo, I have money. I have extra money to work with. This is amazing. Instead of I'm living check to check. Oh my, I'm desperate. I need to find money for this and I can't afford to do that. And you don't understand. I don't have steady income. Oh, I have these, you know, four events coming up that I have to be at and I have to travel and I can't afford and my hours got cut and all the things that happen in everyday life to everybody. We've all experienced these things and I totally get it. That's why we have an emergency fund. You know, three to seven months worth of your expenses in an emergency fund, that's your security blanket. So when a recession hits, when you lose your job, you know, when the car breaks down, you have money, you don't have to worry about it because you're covered. What does your life look like? How does, how does this relieve stress and anxiety for you when you know that you're covered, that you don't have to worry about it? That's the mind of a millionaire. That's the mindset behind the money management system. It's knowing that you have it covered, that you're secure, that you've put things in place. This is where insurance comes in. People have health insurance, dental, vision, life insurance, homeowners, car insurance. Why? It's a security blanket. Should something happen, you're covered. Without that insurance, if something happens, you're spending a lot of money out of pocket, right? You set the intention to 
move in. Okay. Say, say you're a grandma. Okay. Like me, I'm a grandma and your children, your adult children want you to move closer to them, to spend time with the grandchildren, to care for them, to help and to do a, B and C, but then it doesn't work out because you have a difference of opinion. And now what do you do? Now you're like, I'm in this new place. I have to go get my own place. You know, I'm nothing's familiar to me and your expenses change because there was a hiccup in the plan that wasn't maybe thought out hundred percent or you didn't anticipate this change, right? Maybe you get fired from your job and you're like, what happened? I, I just, last week I was making 70,000 a year and now I'm making zero. I got fired for what? And you start to focus on the blame. You play the blame game instead of focusing on, okay, what do I need to do? I need to get another job. I need, maybe I want to go into self-employment. Maybe I want to do a different career. Maybe I'll make a career change. How can I take advantage of it? And when you have that emergency fund intact, it's okay. Because even though you got the hiccup, you lost your job, it's unexpected. You're going to be okay because you took the time to date money and to create this money management system that allows you to create buckets to plan for the unexpected so that the unexpected doesn't scare you. So that you're not fretting and having sleepless nights worrying about, oh, when's the next dollar coming in? I've talked to so many people, so many entrepreneurs, so many ladies that are working, you know, nine to five and they're running a side business and they've invested in courses and coaches that did not yield the ROI that they had. And they're they're pretty bitter and pretty angry about it. But when you think about what you're investing in. What void is that filling? What is the purpose for you to invest in a program, a course, to write a book? Why? What do you hope to gain from it? Fully understanding what you're investing in is so important when you're managing your finances. This is your money that you get to choose how to spend, right? Every dollar should have a job. So if you think about when you receive $2,000 a month of income, you implement the money multiplier system and then the rest, what is the rest of the, the 70%? What's that going to do? Well, a percentage, you know, is going to cover your fixed expenses. You know, some of it's going to go for co-pays or groceries or clothing or whatever, right? But what about the rest? What do you aspire to do? If you can do what you want, how do you want to live your life? And to have the mind of a millionaire, how do you get there? And is it possible for you to be a millionaire if you're over retirement age? Absolutely. But you have to set the intention and you have to take the action steps to get there. And you don't have to do anything. I, I, you know, that word comes up all the time. We have to. You get to do it if you choose. Because you don't have to do anything. You could, should have, would have, whatever, right? We tell ourselves these stories, and that's exactly what it is. It's a story that we tell ourselves to protect ourselves. A lot of times we'll set an intention and we'll believe that we self-sabotaged ourselves. For years, I felt that I self-sabotaged my efforts. And even though I wanted to lose weight, I overate. What was that all about? Even though I wanted to you know, um, stop drinking, I didn't, I drank more. Every time I said, oh, we're going to cut back on drinking, I would have more drinks. And then spending, like I was addicted to 0% credit cards, racked up $100,000 worth of debt after filing for bankruptcy at 22 and having $32,000 worth of debt back in the 90s. What 
why was I self-sabotaging myself? And it took me years to figure this out. And this is something I teach in the Wealth Acceleration Program. We rewrite our money story because when we can unlock the, the blockers, the resistance that we have to believing we're self-sabotaging, that's when we're going to start to see changes and shifts in our perspective. That's when we're going to start doing what we really love to do. And that's when money is going to multiply because we're actually intentional about how we want to use our money and what's the purpose for that money. And we're really not self-sabotaging, but we're self-protecting. We're protecting ourselves from whatever story we created to protect us at the moment that we received the information that we did. And this is so powerful, such a powerful realization for me, especially I shared it in my, um, my VIP group today on our weekly group coach call. And they were like, wow, I never even thought about that, right? You never think about self-sabotage as self-protection. And when you can think of it as that and ask yourself, what am I protecting myself from? And you go back and you think about that. And in our container, in the coaching group, we use aromatherapy. We use Young Living Essential Oils to help break down the resilience, to help see where it is that we're resisting so we can set our intention and create these goals that we desire so that we can do what we want to do. Because imagine being a millionaire. Excuse me. How does a millionaire think? What do they eat? How do they spend their day? What kind of a house do they live in? And I have news for you. Not all millionaires have yachts and nice cars. <laughs> There's some millionaires who live right next door to you. And the reason why they have a million dollars is because they had an intention. They created money buckets. Maybe they use the money envelope system, same thing. But think about that. What is your purpose? What is your intention? If you truly want to get right with money, let's hop on a call. It's a free solution call. We'll talk about things for about 20 minutes and I'll give you one solution that will help you increase the money that you already have. Because it doesn't matter how much you make, it's what you do with it. Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to rate the show. Give us some love. We would love your review. And remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make. It's what you do with it. And some words of advice, pay yourself first. Are you ready to partner with money? Go check out the money dating game at idatemoney.com and choose your partner. We hope you always get the date you want.